everyone, and welcome on into Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all your picks, parlays, plays, and analysis around the beautiful game. Brought to you by the Book It Sports Network. Download the Book It app today. I'm Thomas Viola, joined as always by the man in Bogota himself, Taylor Wilson. Taylor, how are you doing on this fine, fine MLS opening day? Doing great, Tom. We are moving from the Champions League, the UEFA Champions League quarterfinals, although, of course, CONCACAF Champions League this week as well, to Major League Soccer. So a bit of a transition between those two. It's almost like different sports, the UEFA Champions League and Major League Soccer. You're right. There is, a significant, there is a significant upgrade in the MLS game exactly. compared to the Champions League, obviously. You read and my mind. We, I am excited because the finally, the pinnacle of the game of soccer is back. We get the best league in the world back today, and I am thrilled, and I am absolutely – my hope is that we have at least one listener out there because we get <laughs> – look, my hope is at least one listener is getting triggered right now by this because it means we at least have one listener. I am amped for some MLS action. This is not a bit. This is not a character. Yes, it's not the best league on the planet. We know that. Look, World Cup – Champions League, that is your filet mignon. That is your prime rib. But hamburger is great too. And MLS is the hamburger of the soccer world. It's still a good meal. It's going to fill you up. You're going to enjoy it if you just let it happen because it is, it, it's good soccer. It's not great soccer, but it's soccer. But more importantly, it's fun soccer. And that's the most important part for me. It is entertaining to watch. This is a genuine, I this is not a Colin Coward take for the sake of taking. MLS is the most watchable league on the planet. It's the most unpredictable. The entertainment value is completely there. You don't know what's going to happen. It's the only league with playoffs. It's one of those leagues where you can look like we are going to today at the odds to win it all. And you can genuinely pick out some teams and say, hey, this team could make a run. This team could get it done. It's not like the Premier League where you're like, well, it's going to be one of these three. And then it sure enough is. It's not like La Liga where you just know it's going to be PSG. And yes, they're in a title race. But hey, my point is this league is fun. The games are wacky and wild. And that's what brings it so much joy. It, it brings me so much joy. And I'm ready to spin the roulette wheel that is betting this league. We are going to get in-depth. We are going to talk about a lot of games. We're going to talk about a lot of futures. But first, let's head over across the pond to the Premier League, Taylor. And let's start out now. We're recording on a Friday today. So by the time you're hearing this, you probably missed the boat on betting Everton versus Spurs. We're not going to touch on that too much. I bet Spurs in this one. I'm betting against my boys, which means they're probably going to win this game because I can't (laughs) have nice things when it comes to betting on Everton. But let's talk about a couple of these games on the slate so we can get to MLS here. We're not going to go through the whole slate. We're just going to give the games that we're really liking this week, and then we'll start working things out because now we have more soccer to talk about for the next couple of weeks. we got to figure out a way to cram it all into the show. But right now, we want to talk about Newcastle versus West Ham because this number brought to us by DraftKings. Shout out to DraftKings. Full disclosure, they do not pay us. This is not a paid promotion in any way. We just like their betting menu. They offer a wide variety of odds and options when it comes to betting on the beautiful game. And they have a beautiful bet for us today. West Ham plus 108 versus Newcastle. Plus 265 is the dog in the draw. Plus 240. Hammer the hammers, right? 
absolutely have to. I didn't even see that play earlier, Tom. And the Jesse Lingard show just continues for West Ham. I, I cashed in that plus 200 for them in the uh, big six-pointer over Leicester, winning that game 3-2 last time out. West Ham right in the heart of the top four race. They're in fourth right now for all of the conversation and positivity and hype about Chelsea. West Ham's still ahead of them, Tom. So, like, they are right in the thick of this thing. You're getting them plus against, as we've said, one of the great fade machines in English soccer this season, Newcastle. Uh, You have to take that any day of the week. West Ham, you want to talk about fun soccer, one of the more fun teams in England right now. Newcastle, the exact opposite. So we're fully aligned on that, Tom. I'm backing you there. I am absolutely ready for this game. It is the fade Newcastle train. It has been a very reliable train to be on so far this season. That's that, that that's got to be one of the plays of the week. I can't believe that this team is plus money here. They don't. It's not like they had a midweek game to tire them out. It, it and it's Newcastle. They are terrible to the highest degree here. Next game up, Wolves minus one fifty, Sheffield five to one, and the draw plus two fifty five. I'm not betting a side in this game, but I'm curious what your thought on the under is because I'm kind of tempted to make a stab at the under two and a half here. Not quite sure if it's going to be a play or not, but uh, that's that's where I'm leaning. What do you think? I would assume that you're laying some juice on an under two and a half, Tom. Am I correct there? Do you have that number up? Because uh, I don't have it up. I because I looked at that up. immediately. Like you, I was like, I don't want any side of this. Uh, those have been two of my favorite fade trains recently. Obviously, Sheffield United, the worst team in the league. Wolves, oh, under two and a half is minus one sixty-seven. Never mind, we're moving on. Yeah, I mean, that's, maybe two, maybe you, maybe you take a two points. You have to probably take a two point two five or a two number on that. Those are low numbers. Um, yeah, maybe I would take two and a quarter. You know me, Tom. I love an under two and a quarter, but I uh, I really do not want either side there. As I said, I've loved the fade Wolves train almost too much. Where I uh, lost some money uh, last week in that Fulham game. Talk about Fulham in a second, but. Uh, those are two bad teams, in my opinion, Wolves and Sheffield. You don't need those. No, you absolutely do not. Not interested in watching that one either. Arsenal, Fulham. Arsenal minus 137. Fulham 4-1. to one, The draw plus 270. Arsenal on the money line. I mean, yeah, you're laying you're laying some thick juice there down, down with that 37 cents. But you could definitely find a number on the spread here because this team absolutely dismantled Slavia Prava. And it's not like Fulham is a lot better than Slavia. Let's be real. In the Europa, in, in that Europa League clash, yes, they might be a little bit tired, but you could still get Arsenal minus a my, minus point seven five at even money. My head is in a completely different place on this one, Tom. Now everything you said is logical. That's correct. Arsenal in the last four now in the Europa League, showing some things midweek. By the way, thoughts with Pierre Emerick Aubameyang has been in the hospital with malaria something that he revealed uh, earlier this week. He was just kind of listed as ill. Apparently he picked up malaria back in uh, international duty in Gabon and uh, has been dealing with that. So thoughts with him, that has nothing really to do with this play, but I'm going Fulham plus 400 top. I have been going Fulham for like four weeks now. It hasn't worked out. Some of those games should have worked out. The Wolves game, it absolutely should not have worked out. This makes absolutely no sense, and that's why I'm doing it. I cannot miss out on Fulham returning this 4-1 to price when I've been betting them for four weeks in a row. I've put myself in the Fulham dungeon at this point, and I have to keep betting them until they come through for me. So I need them to return four units for me to make up for all of the last month. That does it here on plus 400. I love an Arsenal lull fade that makes no sense. Fulham plus 400. Again, 
the XG stuff even went against them in that Wolves game. They were bad in the Wolves game, but they've been pretty good before that. We've talked about them just not getting the results. Of course, look, you don't get any money as a better on the XG numbers, but uh, it doesn't matter here. I think they're winning the game outright, Tom. Plus 400 Fulham. Wow. Wow. Bold <laughs> play. I love it. I, I am not doing it because yeah, I am on the complete <laughs> other side of this one, but I absolutely love that. I love a good Arsenal play, and that is definitely one of them. That is gutsy, but hey, four to one, and crazier things have happened. If you're going to bet a team that's a $4 underdog, Arsenal's a good team to be doing that against because that very much tracks as a game that I could see happening. I'm going to stay away from that. I'm sure that won't be in your best bets, but I understand. I can at least understand where you're coming from here. Leeds plus 375 versus Liverpool minus 152, the draw plus 330. And I'm thinking Liverpool may be a bounce back here. I think that they could I think they could win this game. Minus 152 is a little bit, but I'd be I'd be curious about a Liverpool play in this one, maybe on that minus one spread with a little bit of push protection. This Leeds team, they've surprised against some opponents, but I think Liverpool needs this one. They definitely need this one. I'll probably stay away. Leeds games have been really hard for me uh, this season in general. I mean, obviously, I I do like the idea of fading Leeds with them coming off of beating Man City outright, you know, in the game that I think screwed both of us, at least screwed me uh, from a betting betting POV. Um, You know, you could make the argument City was looking to the Champions League second leg. Whatever you want to say, still a terrible result for them and a great result for Leeds. You know, I continue to think that the prices are are a little bit out of whack with Liverpool. I, I think what happens with a team like Liverpool, and I, I'd argue there are some domestic plays in Germany like this with Bayern Munich the rest of the year too. Like I, I understand Bayern is not the same team. When a team goes from being great to just kind of okay, and of course in Liverpool's case, there's all kinds of reasons for that. Injuries is a big part of it. Uh, sometimes the value gets out of whack and you can actually kind of readjust and say, oh, they're not actually as bad as people say. So I'm with you there. I, I, I am looking at maybe a Liverpool situation. I don't know kind of what it is, um, but I do think there's going to be some Liverpool value down the stretch in the season. And keep in mind, like I mentioned with West Ham uh, in fourth, Liverpool currently three points out of the top four, you know, in this crazy top four race. It's going to be a lot of fun down the stretch, um, which we can in, in, in a later week talk about some of these top four futures moves possibly Tom but uh you know Liverpool right in the thick of it I think they probably win this game I might stay away with U.S. dollars but uh I do think there are some Liverpool moves to be found down the stretch of the season uh one more play here the FA Cup going on and Chelsea is taking on Man City and what could very well be a preview of the Champions League final Chelsea plus 370 City minus 124 and the draw plus 250 um, I feel like you almost have to take Chelsea in this spot just because plus 370 on a team that is ridiculously good right now. You're getting a crazy number. They could win this game. Yes, it's Manchester City. Yes, they want to reel in as many trophies as they can this year. But it's not like this Chelsea team has been a slouch lately. I agree. Uh, I'm also on another side, though, than you, Tom, here. <clears throat> because while that value is insane for Chelsea – and by the way, I'm, I fully agree. Like, this is a really important kind of preview matchup. Let's see what happens. There's another Premier League game between these two later in the season as well. That could be huge for Chelsea in terms of, you know, needing a top a win for the top four. Um, I still, though, I look at Man City as the best team in the world. And if I can get them at minus 124, I'm taking them. You don't get a City price inside minus 150 straight up very often. I think this is another 
readjustment as far as them, uh, you know, and obviously the Chelsea price is incredible, but uh, as far as them being the road team, when it doesn't matter, when it's actually not a road team, it's at Wembley, so it doesn't matter. Um, I I think, you know, again, I look at that, any kind of a a solid number like that for City outright, and I like it. And I think City is better than Chelsea. I, you look, this Chelsea team has got into incredible standards under Tuchel. I think they could absolutely make the Champions League final and combine that with the top four. And this might be the real opportunity for silverware, but what a tough matchup in the semifinal, you know, real test for Chelsea's defense. It's been really good. And I think we're going to see it slip a little bit. I don't think Chelsea gets a clean sheet here. So uh, I'm fading the blues, the Chelsea blues and taking the sky blue side, Man City minus 124. I think I'm going to be on Chelsea in this one. It won't be a huge play. It's a value play like you with your Fulham four to one. But the difference is I'm almost getting four to one and I'm betting on a team that's actually good. Sensible. I don't, I can't hate you on that logic, Tom. I think I have to, I think that's where I have to go in this one, but now it is time at long last. Let's talk about major league soccer, my friend. And let's take a look at this futures market because, oh man, does DraftKings have a lot here. Some of these finishing props are incredible. They've got best best team in California. They've got head-to-head matchups. They've got a little bit of everything. Where, where do you want to go first? I think we should talk about outright winners of the league. Then we'll go to some of the more exotic plays. But let's start out with some of the staples here and where you might have some value. The Philadelphia Union, 5-1 to one right now at in a in at DraftKings to win the Eastern Conference. Um, absolutely no value there, but they're 11 to 1 to win the MLS Cup. Kind of don't hate that, but my favorite value play is the Portland Timbers at 25 to 1. Okay, so uh, I, I don't hate that. Uh, let me just say a couple of general things before giving some specific plays out, some kind of philosophical things about Major League Soccer. You know, we love Play Doh here at Betting the Highline Industries. Um, so only one of the last nine supporter shield winners have won MLS cup, Tom. Yep. Um, so what I see with a stat like that and what we've seen, particularly with a team like Seattle Sounders is if you like any of those major favorites. So let's talk about like LAFC, Columbus, Seattle, you know, certainly those three, you could even extend it lower down the board as well. Uh, I wait, is, is the word that I would say. Wait until later in the season because it's possible that you're going to get a better price and you're not going to get like a significantly worse price. You know, I, I feel confident saying that, whereas you could get a much better price. Um, and I think particularly with a team like Seattle, which I'm actually in a slight fade Seattle camp this year, I think there's, there's some regression stuff that's going to happen with them. But if you do think that they're going to maintain, I would say wait. I think it has textbook kind of slow first half Seattle season stuff, solid last season stuff. A couple remember of other team, MLS points. <clears throat> Go remember, not, it was not that long ago that this team hoisted the, ML, the MLS Cup in a season where they fired their manager and at one point were at the bottom of the Western Conference. Ex- that's exactly right. Um, <clears throat> another thing, and I mentioned Columbus, a team hasn't repeated since 2011 and 2012. That was the Galaxy. This Columbus team is really freaking good, uh, especially on paper. But just it being Major League Soccer, Tom, regression. I just, I, I am always looking for it. Even if it doesn't make sense, 
it doesn't make sense for Columbus to regress. They're going to regress because it's MLS. I just, it just, it just happens. That's how this league works. So anyway, back to your Portland point. I don't hate it because the value is insane. And I think, you know, you look at a Portland team last year that had some crucial injuries down the stretch of the season. They're getting Sebastian Blanco back this time around. Um, you know, the, the question with them continues to be kind of like the two Diego's Diego Chara and Valeri. When does age catch up to those guys? But I still think they're studs for that team. They're bringing in Felipe Mora who looked good in CONCACAF champions league and might be the new guy up top for them occasionally. Um, and Yimmy Chara has been one of the best playmakers in the league and has now been scoring goals also in CONCACAF champions. Like, I don't know how much we want to look into those two games that some of these MLS teams have played in, in the champions league you know, because matchups depending on that. But Portland looked really good in that second leg, Tom. And I think they just have a ton of different players who can make things happen. So I'm looking at a Portland play as well. I don't know if I'm going to take them on that 25 to 1, although the value is there. I'm going Portland to finish higher than Seattle plus 350. And that's a DraftKings special on these kind of head-to-head matchups that they're offering. Um, I know we want to do some of that later in the show. But while we're talking about Portland, that's what I like for them. Uh, I don't mind the 25 to one because again, the value is there. And I think they are going to bounce back uh, after some injury stuff. So interesting play there to win it all. Um, I'll offer one up just in the value corner. You know, we talked a lot about sporting uh, when we did our playoffs preview show uh, with Ali Trost a few months ago, back in the early days of the show. Um, <clears throat> I There seems to be an assumption that sporting is going to drop off significantly and they might drop off somewhat. But they still have Alan Polito, who is an, a genuine MVP candidate in this league. They still have Johnny Russell. They still have Kyrie Shelton. Sporting 40-1 to 1 to win it all. I don't mind them 16-1 to 1 to win the West. There's just crazy value on those plays as well. So I answer your 25-1 to 1 Portland and say Sporting 40-1 to 1 to win it all. I like that. There's a there's a heck of a lot of value there. I think I have to, I, I think I have to come in and agree with you. You had Sporting back at 40-1? to 1? Yeah, and I'm sure, again, my numbers might be out there. This is like a day ago. I think things have moved in the last hours. Things, Has it things moved have moved ton? significantly. They're down to 28 to 1. So you got Jesus. a great number there on Sporting yeah. Kansas City. Well, I don't mind 28 either, but I am happy I have that locked. And I will say that, I think, on a few of these plays, hopefully. <laughs> I'm going to do some shopping around, try and find maybe a better number. But I don't know, because DraftKings, it looks like, has had some of the best numbers that I've seen. I mean... They've got the San Jose Earthquakes at 150 to 1. Here at Circa, they're down to 75 to 1. So I was able to, okay, can't confirm or deny these, you know, but maybe a friend in New Jersey might have, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I mean, for the, po- I, I, have, I have some much more reasonable plays, but I will say 150 to one on the Quakes to see Wando off with an MLS Cup. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, putting that out in the universe, if you know what I mean. Let, let, let's so see what, it happen. What do we think on that end of the of the board? Because that, I mean, obviously, like I'm not <laughs> breaking the wheel to say it. 150 to what is insanely cool to take. Um, you know, MLS is weird though, in that like, it can deceive you a little bit on that end. Now on one, on one side, <clears throat> at the start of the season with, as many teams that make the playoffs as do in MLS, you could make a playoffs argument for 90% of this league, Tom. Yeah. And I think the Quakes are it. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could make a, you could really make a case for anyone. Yeah. Honestly. And, and, um, and that's the thing with the Quakes, like the actual value in this spot 
is the fact that they have potential to make the playoffs and Matias Almeida does well in knockout stage get tournaments. Once you get to the tournament stage, that team just finds an extra gear. We saw it in the, the in the MLS's back tournament last season, that which they came very close to winning. And now Almeida's in his third year. He's brought in a couple players that are very much his guys. And I think that this summer we could expect them to bring in maybe a couple more major acquisitions because remember the transfer windows are a little bit out of whack from MLS to from MLS to Europe. And so that means that you see a lot more big acquisitions mid season. Very curious to see what the Quakes do there. Maybe it helps them out, but I'm taking 150 to one shot on a team that made the playoffs last season. That's the, I, I don't think that that's absurd. Yes. It's a complete fan play because they are of course my team, but still, there was a rationale behind this thinking. I I might sprinkle some on that too. I mean, I, I wanted to talk about the Quakes just because that, it seems like insane value for a team that we saw some positivity from last year. Now, <clears throat> I, I will say, you know, there, there's chaos in MLS. There's always one or two crazy kind of playoff situations. But, you know, there have been five teams that have made the last six MLS Cup finals. That's five out of 12. That's how the math works on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's maybe not as crazy as you would think as far as like, you know, oh, like anyone can make the final. Like I do think actually making the final and, and certainly actually winning it can be a different animal. But again, you're looking at that value. Um, I, I don't hate it. Other stuff up and down the board um, as far as winning MLS Cup, I think we're both in agreement. You agree with me, Tom, that any of those kind of top of the board stuff, you don't even consider at this point, right? No, Sounders like- – Six to one on the crew, six fifty on the Sounders, and of course five to one on LAFC. Those are all terrible numbers because again, we talked about the fact that supporter shield teams don't win don't win the cup. And all three of those teams are potential supporter shield teams, especially LAFC. I feel like they still don't get it done. This team plays a really exciting game. They're really fun to watch, but that defense still has so many question exactly. marks. I don't think I don't know that they even deserve to be the favorites to win it all. I agree. I agree. I, I don't like any of that top either. Um, let's talk. I, I talk about your boys, the earthquake. Go ahead, Tom. I think we're going in the same direction here because I was about to say the next team that I really like is sitting at twenty to one right now from DraftKings, and that's Atlanta. Atlanta United. So we talked about your boys. Let's talk about mine. Um, and I'll just say this, Tom. This continues to fly in the wrong direction. I have no idea what our listeners are going to have available to them by the time this episode is up, hopefully a few hours from now. This was a 30 to one possibility, Tom, like two days ago. Wow. On draft picks to win it all. And I, I, I did not lock that up because I liked it when United more on the, to win the Eastern conference play at 11 to one, that play has also moved in the wrong direction, but at least I have it locked in. I think it's nine to one uh, now, but having said all of that 20 to one is also amazing value. And I, I think it's going to keep moving away from that. So go ahead and lock it. If you can get a 20 to one, you know, <clears throat> this is an overreaction from a horrendous season from Atlanta last year. It was a bad yeah. MLS's back tournament. It was an even worse regular season. It, there was an expectation even, you know, before the COVID stuff hit that it was going to be a little bit rough losing a ton of players. And then on top of that, losing the franchise player, Joseph Martinez to a season ending injury, Joseph's back. A lot of the transfers are interesting. There's no more Frank DeBoer ball. Instead, Gabriel Ainsa comes in, and he's been pretty impressive in those two CONCACAF Champions League games. You know, being able to move through despite a freak Brad Guzan red card in the first leg there that uh, I know uh, you were hoping would help you out, Tom, because uh, uh, 
I think you were. Uh, I had the right, I, I had the other side, but I, I am done fading MLS in the Concacaf Champions League. I'm starting to believe this could be the year. Yeah, they've been pretty solid there. Um, but I like a lot of these new players. I think especially Santiago Sosa. That's a role. You know, Atlanta after losing Darlington Nagby, identity wise has not been the same. And now they lose Jeff Lorenowitz as well. It's so important for Sosa, a standout player from River Plate, young guy in his early 20s, to take control of that midfield. I think he will in an Argentine manager system. But, you know, Atlanta can only go as high as, as, as Joseph Martinez. And I think that is the big question here. What can Joseph do coming back from injury? Didn't show much in those two Champions League games, but, you know, you're coming back from a year off. That's to be expected. He came on as a sub in the first leg. He left as a sub after starting in the second leg, a little bit behind the pace of play, you know, he got a little bit chunky while he was, uh, you know, trying to uh, rehab. It happens to the best of us, know it all too well. Um, but he'll get back into fitness. I think these first couple of months of the season, I'm interested in maybe a Joseph uh, future in a couple of months when the value is better. Right now, the MVP and the, and the top goal scorer stuff, he's at the top of the board and the value is not good enough. If he has a slow start to the season, I think you could find some interesting value for him maybe in June or July, Tom, as far as having a great second half of the season. Um, and it's possible that that could be the case with Atlanta in general. You know, I talked about that at the top of the board. Now, as things are moving in the, you know, in the wrong direction, I still think there's a lot of value there. You might even get even more as things start out. Atlanta's playing Orlando to start the season. They could totally lose that game. Um, and I do think there's just so many new pieces coming together that it could take a few weeks for things to gel but eventually this is going to be a very interesting team if they get into the playoffs which I think they will they could totally come out of the Eastern Conference so I might take them to win it all I still think that value is there but I have them locked in as uh, winning the East at 11 to 1 so that's my Atlanta play all right. I, I mean, I like that. I think the number that that, that value's kind of gone away now, but I could say I could definitely see them coming back here. And your sporting KC play, you're kind of betting on some bounce back. Well, you're betting on a bounce back season from Atlanta, but with SKC, I mean, I don't understand why they're that far off. They they, they were the Western Conference not champions, but they were the they they were the highest finishing team in the Western Conference to start to going into the postseason last year. This team is good. Although it's wild because there was actually a three-way tie at the top. 39 points each for Kansas City, Seattle, and Portland. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like there's a weird adjustment going on just because sporting slipped up in the playoffs. Everyone slips up in the playoffs. Like, let's just let's try it again. You know what I mean? Um, now, I will say they have 10 of their 27 players sporting coming in from the academy. So they're going to be mixing in some youth. There's a lot of question marks there. But, you know, you're combining it with – possibly one of the five best players in the league, Alan Polito. Like, I'm, a, I'm so high on this on this dude. was incredible with Chivas in Mexico and uh, really translated player. that. Yeah, translated that to MLS when he came in uh, last season. And, I, you know, I say question marks. I like a team with some question marks because that means some value. And in MLS, there are question marks everywhere. So who cares? Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Now let's talk about let's talk about some of these general team markets because there's some interesting – Interesting finishing position props here from DraftKings. Of course, one of my favorites is the be finishing best in their state. Uh, yeah. but, but there's best in California, best in Canada, best in Texas, and best in Cascadia. Um, Texas FC Dallas is prohibitive at minus 200. I mean, Austin FC is a new team, and Houston Dynamo just suck. So we're not going to be we're not going to be looking there. Cascadia, 
there's some value on the Timbers at 325, but I, I don't know. What would you think about taking a Timbers play? My problem is that Seattle is also going to be dang good. Well, I, like I said, and I, this was kind of a spoiler, but I already have Portland. I have just the, the straight head-to-head instead of Cascadia, and I had Portland, and again, these numbers are just moving by the minute. This is like day trading in the stock market at this point. But I have Portland to finish higher than Seattle plus 350 locked up. So now you're looking at Portland plus 325, adding in a Vancouver factor. You know, I don't think either of us think Vancouver will be the highest of those three. They're plus currently plus 1100 for a reason. I do, by the way, I think Vancouver will be a little bit better. I think they're going to bounce a little bit, but they're not going to be the best of those three. There's just two better teams than them. Um, So I, I have just a different play. I mean, it's kind of a different way to bet that, but yeah, I I like Portland uh, to finish better than Seattle. So if the better value, I mean, I don't know where the head to head is now, um, but if the better value is to go uh, best finishing position in Cascadia, then yeah, go for it. Um, I do think Portland will finish higher than Seattle. So make of that what you will. My favorite finish higher then is again, I hate it because our listeners are definitely gonna be like, oh well he's just he's just fanboying up here and it's clouding him. But San Jose's plus three twenty five to finish higher than the LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy minus five sixty. This team has made no significant acquisitions this offseason. This Galaxy team has gotten maybe a little bit better, but they have not been that good and it feels like the numbers are just really banking on Chicharito actually showing up this season, which I don't know if he will. There is no guarantee. He was not good at all last year in MLS. And he said he's trying to do better this season. He knows that he has to be better, but what has this team really got going for it? They missed the playoffs last season. The Quakes did not plus three twenty-five there in that head to head is not unreasonable, especially when these teams play each other like three times this season. Yeah, it's just the wrong number, right? Like, I, it wouldn't shock me if, obviously, if the Galaxy finished higher than the Quakes, but you're just going value there. It's just the wrong number. Yeah. Um, like you say, like, what, like, what, it's just, there's a lot of, like, name recognition stuff, I think, that happens with the Galaxy uh, in the market. You know, they're, they're bringing in this dude, Granzier, and putting some hype into him. I, I don't know anything about him. It really does feel like everyone is just kind of assuming that suddenly Chicharito will be, Manchester United Chicharito, which we have no reason to expect. There's no reason to believe that that'll happen. Now, I, you know, I think there's a conversation to be had, and and this is somewhat true with Atlanta United, although they're a completely different team. So maybe it doesn't apply about, you know, uh, teams in that just even more bizarre than usual MLS season last year with a weird opening to MLS's back tournament. And then you go into a regular season and then you go into playoffs. Most of that time, no fans at the very end, there were some fans like, yeah, just look sports in general during the pandemic have been insane MLS in particular. I mean, I I was waking up at like, you know, during the morning on like a Tuesday morning to watch Atlanta United play in an MLS back tournament with no fans at Disney World with like 100 degrees Central Florida heat. I mean, it was just it was just insane everything last year. So, in that sense, I'm okay kind of throwing some things out. That's why I've you know I'm looking at the Atlanta return. I'm looking at maybe a Seattle regression, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't. You still have to make some soccer cases, and I don't know what the soccer case is for the Galaxy, as you know, considering the numbers that they're at. So we're in agreement. I don't know if I'm going to touch that necessarily. I mean, you know more about San Jose than I do, but again, the value is just out of whack. Exactly, and and MLS is all about value. That is what you're looking for when you're betting this league. Honestly, if you're betting favorites at like minus one fifteen prices, you're betting this league wrong. 
And that's going to get into as we transition into some of these gameplays. But like this league is where you find value. You can find these numbers that are just out of whack that get you, you can, you can hit more consistently. And I'm not saying that you can hit consistently on them, but more consistently than in other leagues, like the premier league and in Europe, you can hit on three to one, two to one, even four to one dogs at a rate that you cannot do in other leagues because of the unpredictable nature, which is why you should be more willing to take some shots that betting MLS is like betting roulette a little bit. You're putting some, you're putting some numbers out on the wheel and hoping something lands and you're getting a nicer payout. Yes. The odds, the odds are going to be higher, but the upsets happen more. And that's what you really should be looking for. Well, it's also, I think, the difference between some of those European leagues, uh, you know, you, you have the playoffs, you have the conference stuff. It's one of the reasons why I like some of these conference bets, because you just don't even have that kind of a, a betting market that exists in in the Prem. And, and certainly a lot of those leagues, there's only three or four teams that have a a chance of any kind to to have your bets cash. So it's nice in MLS when you have a lot of these different options. Um, just, just really quick talking kind of, you know, I, I've mentioned Seattle. I want to just talk through a couple of points there. They are, um, you know, second, I believe as I pull this back up, second favorites to win yes. it all, uh, and, or third favorites, depending on the time currently, it looks like they're third favorites. They're all kind of in that same boat, those top three. Yeah. I, what do you, th- I mean, look, Seattle's still a very, very good team. Okay. On paper. And I, you know, the same thing with Columbus, same thing with LA, you know, I think the defensive issues with LA are, are notable. Um, but you know, Jordan Morris was a really important part of this team. That's not a factor anymore. Rui Diaz, look as good as he gets. And I uh, could certainly be an MVP candidate or a golden boot candidate, especially now that, you know, there's no Morris taking up some of those goals that he's going to have to score a lot more of them. But just, you know, Sounders have made four of the last MLS, four of the five, last five MLS Cup finals. They've never missed the playoffs. It's 12 seasons of existence in a row. They've made the playoffs every time. Oh, look, I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but at some point they have to, Tom. I, I, I will say that. And, you know, I, I just I don't think this team is going to make it back to MLS Cup final. It doesn't feel like they can do it again, having to move on from some of these guys, having to move on from Jovan Jones as well as Jordan Morris. Um, so I am kind of on the fade Seattle train. I know that sounds insane because they could be like the third or fourth best team in the league. Hell, they could be the best team in terms of point. They could win the supporter shield would not be shocking, but I'm with you. I'm with you on the opposite side. I like what you said earlier. There's no value in Seattle right now. There's nothing to bet on. That's going to really be bringing your money back to you. However, if they have a slide right early in the season, you could possibly look to get in on Seattle to bounce back at a decent price. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's illogical, but if Seattle looks like crap, these first two months, I love them. I suddenly, I'm like, Oh, let's take Seattle. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're, if they're, they come out of, out of the gate really hot, there's just no, you're not going to find any price on them. So I think you're absolutely right on that. Um, and there's not, I, I haven't found like, it would like to miss the, I, I'm not going to bet them to miss the, play. they're going to make the playoffs again. Eventually they're going to miss the playoffs, look, but I don't know about to miss the playoffs in this. League. We're not you don't that think far away in from, our lifetime. We're not that far away from MLS. Just going, you know what? 
Everyone's in. Bra- yeah, round of 64 <laughs> starts tomorrow. That's how we're doing this now because they, they put everyone and their mother in the playoffs. It's not long before the USL is getting teams in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. And, uh, I mean, last year was an extreme case. The fact that Atlanta missed the playoffs with, like, only, like, three or four teams basically uh, missing out is that's, inc- that's incredible. Uh, very, imp- very impressive, uh, I have to say. Um, okay, so that's just the Seattle take really quick. Uh, we talked about LAFC. Just Let's just talk about Columbus for a second since they are the defending champions, Tom. Yes. Um, <clears throat> again, no reason to take them now. Uh, a similar Seattle case just in terms of value. You need to wait to see if you can get a better price. Um, but I don't know if that price is ever going to come. This team was really, really good last year. You know, guys like Nagby and the the, the cup final MVP, Zilla Rayan, uh, our tour, they add in to those guys, Kevin Molino, who was one of the top goal scorers for Minnesota, Bradley Wright Phillips, who has been the golden boot winner twice in this league's history. And Perry Kitchen, who's, uh, you know, a, a seasoned MLS pro to uh, already no, no, a very good team. It, I mean, so first off, you're telling me that they've added in the kitchen sink. That is what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, it's obviously an old Bradley Wright Phillips, but hey. Of course, of course. Still Bradley Wright Phillips, still BWP. Uh, there's no value with this team either. Uh, like you said, repeating is really difficult to do, and that just gets enhanced by the fact that there's, again, playoffs in this league. That's not something that the yep. rest of the world has to deal with, and it makes repeating a whole lot harder, especially when they're one-off games, which some of the playoffs are because the rules are made up and they don't matter in, in MLS, and they switch the playoff format up on the fly. But I'm still, I, I, I'm still just stuck with what do I bet them on? There's, there's no value. There's nothing. Now, again, this is a team that if they slide, you could look to the, look to the summer transfer window for some key acquisitions and maybe some things change. But as it stands, their best, as it stands, their, their, their best thing that they've got going for them is that the only player that they're really, the only major player that they're going to lose to the Gold Cup really is Giassi Zardes, which is, wild wild to be a sentence coming out of my mouth giassi zardes key u.s men's national team contributor key player for this columbus crew team what on earth this man was born with cinder blocks for feet and here he is being not just a good but an amazing striker in this league right now yeah that, that is an amazing sentence um you're absolutely right i don't and again the the repeat thing just so hard to repeat as a champion in this league. You just assume regression even when it makes no sense. And that's kind of my Columbus take there as well as mm-hmm. Seattle. So uh, that's, that's how I feel in kind of the overall plays. I'm just looking at other future stuff that I have. Um, can we talk about some player futures really quick, Tom? Oh, heck yeah, we can. All right. So <clears throat> in the most goals market, which I'm a little bit more interested in than MVP, um, but I, I'd, I'd be happy to talk about both. This so there, there are a few trends to look at as far as okay. like who's going to – yeah, go ahead. One thing right off the bat, do not bet Gonzalo Higuain at 11-1. to 1. Do not do that. No, I don't, I don't have any interest there. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I, would, I would also say don't touch Diego Rossi. We don't know if, if he will be uh, necessarily in MLS at the end of the season yeah. um, is, uh, is a part of that as well. Um, some names that I'm looking at, I mean, I'm looking further down the board. I mentioned um, – Sporting KC and that I, I have some futures plays on Sporting KC. A lot of that depends on Alan Pulido being really, really good. In fact, one of the best players in this league. But that's a good I, bet. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And I have him locked in at 28 to 1 for most goals. I think that's a ton of value. 
that 28 to oh my word yeah and you're talking about a guy so keep in mind not a ton of goals if you're just wait, looking at wait, the wait, wait. you locked him in at 28 to one yeah to give you an idea of how far that number's moved he's down to 16 so there we go i mean look dude this is like, yeah. like I, I i apologize to our listeners I, I don't hate 16 either but i don't know if i would do that i i like, like you know more value yeah um Jeremy Abbott in just injured, injured his hamstring. He's 20 to one, but a hamstring injury can nag a whole season. That's scary. For sure. So <clears throat> I think people are going to look at the MLS stats for Polito. Keep in mind, he spent a lot of the season in, in Mexico with Chivas. He had 18 goals counting his Mexico, his Liga MX stuff. And, <clears throat> you know, the trends in the, in the top goal scorer stuff, like if you look at the recent, as I pull this up, if you look at the recent top goal scorers, so you had Rossi last year, Vela before that, Joseph Martinez before that. You could have seen the writing on the wall for all of those guys as far as having very good goal scoring seasons the previous year. Same, you know, Bradley Wright Phillips when he won it in 2016 had won it two years before. He's 80 the to one, one ex- by the way. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the one exception in recent years, Nemanja Nikolic for the Chicago Fire was coming into the league from Legia Warsaw and Poland and had scored like 12 goals in the Polish league before that. It would have been really hard to predict that he would have come in from being like a, a, an okay Polish player in Poland and, and won golden boot. But most of these guys, you know, Rossi last year, Vela, Joseph Martinez, Joseph won it with 31 goals the year before. He had like, uh, I think 18 or 20. Obviously you're always going to see a leap uh, in these cases to win golden boot, but it's always a player who's kind of in the mix, almost always the previous year. So, you know, Polito had a small sample size, but he was very in the mix as far as one of the guys banging in goals. Another guy who was in the mix last year, Robert Barrich for Chicago fire 16 to one. Again, as I mentioned, these numbers, all of them could have moved. Um, he was the joint second leading goal scorer last year with 12. I like players in that range, second, third, fourth in the league in terms of goal scored. Chicago is going to bring back Lukas Stojanovic from injury. I think that'll help with playmaking more than goal scoring, which is good news for Barrich. So I like him at 16 to one. And another play, one more, Chris Muller, 25 to one for Orlando. He was in that same zone. He's gone from three to five to 10 goals scored in the last three seasons. He's only 24 years old. He's a huge talismanic force for Orlando. Now. And and I, that's what I got him at as well, at 25 to one. So I think that's great value. Now, hear me out. You can't bet him right now, which frustrates me, but for obvious reasons. But what, ha- and, I, and I'm curious what would happen if it happened. Daryl DK is only on loan at Bur- at Barnsley. If that man comes back and has to play out the rest of the season with Orlando, despite not being here the full season, if he has to come back and play in MLS, there is a possibility he leads this league in goal scoring. He's oh, that if he, good. If he comes back, he'll be the most uh, uh, most impressive, most fun player in the league. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't. I, I mean, you I would, can't bet him, so there's no point in talking no, about no, it, but of I'm of just course, saying. But, but no, I think it's a fun conversation because just, by the way, doing huge things in the championship. I just, man, Tom, the chatter around him from EPL teams right now, yeah. like, I think he's going to be on a Premier League team next season. I, I don't, better I'm, be. I'm not sure we ever see him kick an MLS ball again. If I'm, I'm fine with that. Let our best players go to Europe. I'm fine with that. Let them develop. We have more important things to worry about. And MLS is, all, MLS is developing as a fun good league on its own we don't need the best americans playing here we have proven that like let the americans go to europe and that's how we're going to improve the national team 
However, one American who is doing great for the for it, it, domestically here in America that we've already talked about, Giassi Zardes, eighteen to one. If not for the memes, I think I have to bet him in this spot. <laughs> but if he can continue the meteoric rise he's been on, he is very much a contender for a Golden Boot. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, I could definitely see that. Um, eighteen to one. I would have liked to get him, like maybe around the Mueller range of twenty-five to one. But I, I'll, I'll live at eighteen to one. The reason why I like a guy like you mentioned Mueller, I like a guy like Mueller with better values because there's a bunch of different guys that can put the ball in the back of the net at Columbus. Yeah. And I think that they could kind of cannibalize each other a little bit. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, Jossie has been going off um, and 18 to one is not bad value. What do you make Tom really quick? Uh, and I know we're belaboring this point a little bit, but what do you make on the kind of the difference in the MVP versus top goal scorer market? Cause it's, it's, it seems redundant, but it isn't always, I mean, you know, unfortunately I don't see a top assist play, at least at DraftKings right now. Um, is there anything in the MVP market you like, or are you only looking at the top goal scorer? Um, I'm only looking at top goal scorer because that's definitive. You can, you can bet on that and you're betting on something that's tangible. Yeah. MVP is a selected award and that's a problem for me because you know, you can like it, it's uh, you, you see it all the time in the NBA where someone really should win it, but then at the last minute, everybody's like, "Oh nope, narrative switching," and this guy's gonna win it instead. J- James Harden missed one uh, to Giannis to Giannis because of something like that. I, I'd rather bet on something that I, that can actually be definitively pointed at than something where I might have to worry about a player's story just being too good, and so they put him in there. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree. And and the goal scored stuff, I mean, you can actually look, like I said, you can look at trends, you can look at stat stuff from past years, exactly. you can have a little bit more information to deal MVP with. So uh, subjective, and I don't like that. Now, also, one more note on this goal scorer. Chris Wondolowski, 60 to 1. Anyone? Anyone? He's done it before. <laughs> he's done it twice before. So, he's hey, why not? Before. But here's the thing. He's going to have to work <laughs> his way back. Years ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have look. Wando's days of double-digit seasons are probably over. This is the final bow. I'm loving that he's back for one more year. And let's face it, very, very soon in the future, this this the top goal scorer is going to be the Chris Wondolowski Golden Boot Award. It might as well be, man. I, I uh, what a story that would be. I will say, like, I mean, and- he's MLS's all-time leading scorer. He fully deserves it. No, for sure. No, but I, I think, I, look, we could see some fun Wando stuff still this year. It's MLS. We see old guys going out there and doing yeah. big things all the time. So. And, and Wando's biggest thing is that he's never been about speed. He's right. just this mysterious, it's the Wando Jedi mind tricks that get you, <laughs> and that's how he gets open in the box and scores all these goals. No, he's not going to win the golden boot. However, if he did, I would absolutely freak out. But let's move on to some games at this point, shall we, Taylor? Let's do it. All right, first and foremost today at 5 p.m., so you're going to have to get in quick, but we'll try and get this podcast up by two here so that you still have some time. Houston Dynamo kick off the season against San Jose Earthquakes in a battle of the two least favored teams to win the championship this season. So we're starting off strong. They wanted the marquee matchup. Houston minus 113 at home. The draw plus 270. Quakes plus 275 on the road. This is a value play, and I know I've been what? hammering my quakes. I know that I know I sound more like a fan than someone who's objectively betting this, and yes, that may be true. But at the same time, plus two seventy-five on the team that is definitively better in this situation 
you have to take the earthquakes here. Also, if this, the number set at three minus one ten, take the overall day. MLS overs are always a better bet than the unders. What a nonsensical piece of numbers I'm looking at here, Tom. I do not have a play on this, but Houston, again, who knows because it's it's major league soccer, but Houston, real contender to be the worst team in the league this year, right in the mix. Favorites at home against a team in the playoffs last year in San Jose. What? San Jose shade, man. Yeah, the disrespect. The disrespect, the disrespect happens every year for this San Jose team. I'm I'm with you. Let's I'm I'm taking it right now. I, I didn't plan there on it. Go. I'm taking it right now. Plus 275. Lock it in. I also have over three in this game. And I've already bet this. Like my money's already in. But I have over three in this game because I mean there's gonna be three goals scored. Come on. I'm like angry at the at the handicapping there. Yeah. I, that is so wrong. That was just not good numbers. Um, now you want another you you want another number that's probably wrong? Let's do it. Next game on the board, tonight at 6.30, Seattle Sounders minus 127. The draw plus 290, Minnesota United. Do you have it in front of you? Yeah, plus 300. Okay. I was going to say take a yeah. guess at it, but you got it in front of you. Three to one on this Minnesota United team, which was very good last season. The Loons are a good team. Great to see. They have come They have come into their own as an expansion team in this league. They weren't as fast to the success as Atlanta, but they have started to hit their stride. And I feel like a three to one number you almost have to take there, especially when Seattle's not going to have fans in the stadium yet. That's exactly right. I think that's a good point. Um, I I probably will. Uh, I'd like to to look at the the goal spread stuff as well there. But um, look, if I'm here, I have to I have to on my narrative because if I am a, a so called kind of like you know in air quotes fade Seattle guy with just very marginally fading Seattle uh, in terms of the market uh I have to take Minnesota here now a reminder this is a rematch of the playoff matchup last year which was a uh, you know an Atlanta Falcons-esque uh a disaster for Minnesota United blowing the 2-0 lead in Seattle winning at 3-2 uh, I don't know what the hangover of that will mean you know what the revenge factor means etc cetera, etc cetera. uh Minnesota losing Kevin Molina this year I think will hurt but they're going to be a good team in Seattle of course with no Jordan Morris uh, in a much bigger loss there. Uh, again, just value out of whack. It's MLS plus 300. We are aligned. I, I don't. I didn't have any of those locked in, but I think I'm going to take them both. Uh, moving on here, and again, I'm just going down the board and looking at some Why of this crazy just value. Why not? Keep running. Um, this one, I just real, real quick want to point out, Toronto plus 114. They've been doing great in the CONCACAF Champions League. So they've already had a little bit of game action. Montreal is not that good. And as I'm saying that, that line moved, and now they're plus 123. Literally, as I said it, the line moved in front of I me. I had the same move in front of me. That was fine. Yep. Yeah, that was uh, cool. Toronto versus Montreal. Toronto's on the road, but I, they're a better team than Montreal. Um, we, we were just talking about value plays. This is the opposite way. The favorite here is probably the right play. I like Toronto plus 123. Any disagreement there? Or are we moving on? Well, there's a difference between a favorite at a minus price and a favorite at a plus price, right? Completely By agree. the way, really quick, I'm not a sock, not soccer related. What, what do we think about the name change from from Montreal Impact to CF Montreal? Absolutely we, hate it. Stop. Thank you. The, uh, thank you. Stop with the uncreative names. It's boring. It's bad. Don't do it. Montreal Impact was a way better name. You deserve to lose because of that. That's why we're yeah, we have, Toronto. We have ten FCs, like ten Uniteds. Yeah. Like it's the, come on, come on. Impact. Impact. It was cool. Like uh, Austin FC, completely blown chance to be Austin Villa. <laughs> like I, I love I, USL. You've got fun. The Las Vegas Lights. Um, kickers. Yeah, the, the the Richmond Kickers. You have the Tampa Bay Rowdies. You have 1904 FC. 
playing Man. out of San Diego. This team, they claim it's not true, but we all know it is true. They literally named themselves after an Anchorman quote. <laughs> like, it, the name started as a meme, and then they actually did it. And everybody was like, oh, my God, the, 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 cra- the crazy sons of bitches. They actually did it. And then they come out and go, oh, no, it's because of this. And we all go, no, it's not. We know the truth. Well, we and, know. And all, yeah. Well, and, and all of the new uh, expansion stuff. I mean, you mentioned the, the, the uh, Austin Villa that could, um, you know, St. Louis coming in is going to be on original with St. Louis City. Yeah. Charlotte is going to be Charlotte Town, which CLT, you, you're, you're one vowel yeah. away from a, from a mishap there. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, all, all of that will be fun. Um, moving right along. By the way, some fun rivalry stuff here, Tom, as we go down the board, Great. Orlando and this- Atlanta. Next game up. What do you think here? Because Orlando went from being the absolute dumpster fire of MLS to being a very, very scary team. They're just about even money at home. Atlanta plus 250 on the road. And this is one of those games where I'm maybe going to say I'm going to stay away because while Atlanta has eaten Orlando's lunch traditionally in this rivalry, it very much changed up last year. And that Orlando team is still very good. So despite the value on Atlanta, I might not be rolling with them here. I think right now Orlando is still a better team than Atlanta. I, I don't know if that'll be the case in July or August. Uh, it could definitely be a different story. Both of these teams are teams that benefit greatly from having fans back. I mean, every, that's true with everyone to some extent, but um, I, I probably stay away too, but I, I, I will say the price is out of whack for Atlanta. If you think Atlanta is already there, plus 250, absolutely have to take it. I just, you know, those two Champions League games, I didn't see enough, Tom. I, I thought they were okay. Uh, against a, a, a Costa Rican team that's, that's actually very good. But in the second leg, Alajuelense were missing seven of their starters because yeah. of a, a COVID uh, U.S. regulation. So uh, I don't know how much to make of this Atlanta United team yet. I think they will improve as the season goes on. I uh, I think we're in full agreement. I, I don't think I'm touching the Canadian game. You are. But I, I'm not touching this game either uh, in another rivalry game. I, I think I'd lean Toronto. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm taking them yet. But that, that, that's where I'd go in that game, talking about the Canadian one for a second. Yeah. Um, LAFC versus Austin FC. LA minus 230. Austin plus 575. I, I don't see we, – we can we can move on from this one pretty comfortably. Well, I like a total. I like a total here. And oh, yeah, I, you could maybe You could maybe look at an LAFC spread number two, Tom. I, I don't – I haven't looked at them yet. Um, I like over three and a half, plus 130. I, I like any plus price on a three and a half here. I, I used to be taking those three and a halves in Bundesliga all the time, and I used to be taking those three and a halves in LAFC games all the time, and I'm doing it here. The one thing that would kill you is no goals from Austin, right? Austin could yeah. be the one that screws you on this. But, but LA could also easily put up four. This and team LA's has de- offense. And LA's defense could give up one or two nonsensical yeah. goals. So I, I'm i going to try it. We need an over three and a half here early in the season yeah. in MLS. I'd and it's a plus 130. That. I'd probably ride with that, man. I'm going to lose so much money betting this weekend. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Red Bulls, Sporting KC. Pretty even matchup here. Plus 138 at home for the Red Bulls. Plus 175 on the road for KC. And the draw plus 255. Are we are we jumping on the uh, jumping on the Polito train early? Polito train early, sporting plus 175, values out of whack. I don't particularly adore this Red Bulls team. I think they're fine. Uh, I think sporting's a better team, better value. And again, you know, when you have a future, you might as well just double down and keep taking them week to week until you lose everything in the bank. Uh, yes. So I'm going to go sporting uh, plus 175 here. I'm going to be making a withdrawal from my bank account to go put some extra money down to bet these games this weekend. This is a special occasion, and I think it of needs course. to be treated as such. FC Dallas. 
Colorado Rapids, Dallas plus 114. This is another Toronto situation for me. The Rapids are okay, though, and plus 230. I, again, I'd lean Dallas as a plus money favorite, but I don't know if I'm pulling the trigger. I uh, I don't know. I don't know about FC Dallas this year. I never know about FC Dallas. They're um, always a they always, they, Yeah. I, playoff team last year, they got past Portland, but it was an injury hobbled Portland team. Dallas was kind of right in the middle of the Western Conference last season. It's kind of where I think they'll be again. Um, <clears throat> as far as the Rapids, you know, for their standards, they were they were a place higher than than Dallas last year. I, I have no read on this, as you can probably tell. Uh, I'm I'm staying the hell away. I you know, if anything, value probably would lean me toward the plus two thirty on on Colorado. But DC United, NYCFC. This is a game where I have nothing. NYCFC minus one twenty seven, DC plus three ten, and then the total NYFC not really a massive scoring team. So I'm really not inclined by any of these total numbers either. This this game's a complete stay for me. Yeah, you don't ever need to be betting MLS unders. There are some teams, obviously, that that's a better play than others. But I, I more look at MLS totals like the good over teams, I'm taking the over. The good under teams, I'm just not touching. That's yeah. kind of my MLS thing. I, I, and, I think that's uh, the way to go. Yeah. And uh, I, now I will say I think NYCFC is much better than um, <clears throat> than DC, hence the price. This would be one where it's like if I'm if I'm doing like English soccer logic, I'm like, oh yeah, this is inside, you know, this is around minus 125. Like I, it's a better team. I'm willing to lay that juice, but it's not the Premier League, Tom. It's MLS, so there's no reason I'm taking a a minus 127 road team in the opening weekend. So staying away. Hard pass. Chicago Fire, New England Revolution. Chicago Fire with their new terrible logo, minus uh, plus one sixty-five. New England Revolution with their still amazing name and logo, plus one fifty. Draw plus two forty-five. Um, another stay away from me. Just how long until some marketing firm ruins that logo too? I don't. I mean, every no. all the logo. No, just New England Revolution. New England Revolution is owned by the Crafts. They won't. They <laughs> won't. They won't mess that up. Fair enough. That, like um, they, they, they got the Patriots too. Like, there's a whole there, there's a whole brand, and that team's brand has been what it is for so long. I, I I trust I trust the Crafts not to mess that team up. All right, trusting the Crafts. Uh, in, they in also don't necessarily know that the team exists. I think they forgot that's, that's, about that's, it. So yeah. like that also helps us in that factor. Which can which can be good for our logo uh, factor. Yeah, I kind of uh, I'm not I, Chicago intrigues me a little bit. Um, I, I think they'll be better than last season, actually. And, uh, you know, they're getting some guys back from injury. I think you're getting some value here. I This, you know, in, in the middle of the season, I might not take this, but because, as we say, it's a special occasion. It's a, a holiday weekend, if you will, MLS opening weekend, uh, where I had one action maybe where I don't need it. I am going to take Chicago, plus 165. Ooh. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what, I'm more inclined to wait around and bet on Chicago's new rival team that's going to come up, Chicago PD. <laughs> but um, A couple more games on the board here. Nashville minus 120 versus FC Cincinnati. FC Cincinnati plus 320. And, man, they are a team with a lot of supporters, but not a lot of wins to show for it. Do they change that this season? Do they change that this season? Well, the, the big Cincinnati uh, conversation this year is about this new Brazilian arrival, Brenner. They who, spend money. Yeah, $15 million uh, of money as well to bring in. Um, I, you know, My thing with the with the Brazilian league and some of the young guys there, I, it's such a scouted league for teenagers 
that if you don't get plucked by a European team when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, yeah. I always have my doubts about a player. Everyone uh, who wants still to has resilient. their hype. Yeah, who still has their hype and you know into the well into the well into his twenties. Now, having said that, people who know more about this dude than I do uh, really like him, and it's finally kind of like a hype player for FC Cincinnati to get behind. So we'll see. Having said that, I don't. I think Cincinnati will still be one of the few teams not to make the playoffs. Uh, Nashville, one of the better stories last year, Tom, uh, in terms of uh, you know Indeed. getting into those that play-in round. This is another one where if this is England, I, I like minus 120. I think it's a season, a reasonable price. I just, I'm not taking minus prices this weekend. So I, I'm not touching this game. Maybe the draw. I could see a draw okay. here. Draw, draws fair. Yeah. What about this? This is one actually where like the under makes sense, but I don't want an MLS under. So. Hard pass. Hard, hard yeah. pass. <laughs> uh, Inner Miami, LA Galaxy. Inner Miami minus 130, LA Galaxy plus 330. Yeah, this team is supposed to finish higher than the Quakes. The Inner Miami's a minus 130 favorite against them, plus 290 on the draw here. Uh, another prohibitive game. Inner Miami's pretty buns, but the LA Galaxy aren't much better. And for Inner, it's all coming down to when are these fancy signings that they've made. I mean, you got the Iguains, you've got Balotelli, and they did not play. They got Blaze uh, Matweedy. Right. We'll they see don't if have Balotelli. Yeah. We'll I was thinking of Matweedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see if Blaze Matweedy is, uh, you know, at one point a superstar in this game. I, I mean, yeah. he's past that point, I think. But this is. Um, <clears throat> I know I, I was kind of in agreement with some of your galaxy takes, Tom, but uh, I think I ha- I think I'm going to take them plus three thirty. Just I, that price is just too juicy for me. I, I don't know, man. I, I I just feel like yes. I take enough of these big plus prices. A few of them are going to hit, and it's going to help my units. So uh, I don't know, man. It's a noon game. They're going across. Like it's a three p.m. game. They're going across the country. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a lot of travel for the Galaxy that, for your first game. It's going to be hot and humid in Miami. That's that's rough. I, I think I think this is a stay away for me. I'm, I'm going to check out the forecast. I, I know you live in Vegas, Tom, so you're uh, you're used to the heat. But that's a dry heat, as they yeah, tell you. Yeah, so, uh, inner Miami, Miami heat, very different than yeah. Vegas and L.A. heat. Uh, I, I want to pull up uh, what, what we're looking at here. Oh, it's actually – Oh no, eh, it's it's gonna be pretty nice uh, okay. to be honest. Eighty-eight degrees. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Eighty-eight yeah, degrees. Miami, what's what's the humidity percent? No, I, I understand. I understand, but Miami. I mean, that's gonna be about as good as you get for the rest of the year. Uh, let's see what humidity is. Uh, eh, this is not good podcasting, but I'll figure it out later. Um, I, uh, I I I'm gonna take Galaxy just as a as a screw it. But I, I can fair. understand your argument there. I, my my worry is that the, the, that humidity and and that travel. And that time zone difference is going to be really rough for this team for the opening game when they haven't been in game shape. You're going like, a, like the, the, the Chargers out on a on a yes. 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, exactly. East Coast trip. Yeah, yeah. Next up, Columbus Crew minus 120. Philadelphia Union 3-1 to one in the draw plus 265. I mean, a lot of value on that Union side. Supporter Shield winners versus the crew who, of course, hoisted the whole thing. That's going to be a great game. And I think that if you're going to bet it, I guess you have to take the union side because you're getting that three to one. There's a lot of value there for a team that could very well win this game because they are quite good. Yeah. Philly won the Sporter shield last year. I uh, profited very nicely on then after that fading them in the playoffs. I don't know what to make of them this year. I think there's, there's not enough value. And I, I do think some regression stuff in the regular season is, is bound to happen. But even saying that if they do make the playoffs, 
uh, they could make it further than last year. So it's like <laughs> both of those things kind of work against each other. As far as this game specifically, uh, one of the games of the weekend, a really, really fun matchup. And I think just in terms of value, uh, it's not quite a coin flip game, but you know, I, I think Philadelphia is way better than plus 300. So if I'm taking the Galaxy, as you say, in that Miami uh, swamp, I, I got to take uh, Philly as well. So I'm getting, you know, this is just dog city. I have just all across the board. Dogs are barking, Tom, and uh, they're going to keep barking here as I go Philly plus 300. Like a kid in a candy store with these prices stuff. Oh, a, a thousand percent. I can't wait to take some of these. I'm loading up the accounts as we speak to get on the gambling train for this weekend. Last game, Whitecaps, Timbers, Portland minus 155, draw plus 300. Whitecaps plus 380. Let's take a look at the total because I am not interested in the side here. Timbers are winning this ball game. Maybe you can get a spread number, but over three and a half plus 148. Does Vancouver screw you on that or no? Yeah, it could. Vancouver could very well screw us on that. I could see this being like a 2 1, 3 0 game. Yeah, I think I have to stay away. But you know what, Tom? Life's life's short, and you don't want to get so many MLS opening weekends. Uh, I want to see. I want to see you have some fun this weekend. Go ahead and take that over. Now, if my if if my if, if my computer can load up properly here, as I'm trying to get it to, I'm looking for a spread on Portland minus one plus one twelve. You're working that push protection and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, that, I mean, if you're doing anything, I think that's where it has to be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not going to be taking a minus 155 team uh, yeah. in MLS probably at any point. Uh, regular season playoffs, any point. I don't want that. So, <laughs> All right, Taylor, it is time. We have worked through the slate. Let's go to some of our best bets of the week. Last week, I went 2-1. and one. Everton sank me, but I was pretty happy with my other two cashing. That Leicester-West Ham total sailed over the mark of 2.5. And, and Arsenal, of course, curb-stomped Sheffield. So those were two wins right there. Rocking chair bets to cash. Everton kept me out of the perfect. I move to 15-20-1 for minus five units. Not great so far, but let's see if we can change that with some MLS betting. How about you? Well, our records are almost identical. 15 and 21 I am. So one of those draws turn, pushes turns into a loss and I'm at minus 5.22 units. So it's the Thomas Viola experience, just worse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I will see DU. Do you want to take your first crack? Sure. I, uh, I will be going MLS first uh, as, as we should. And I, uh, I love an LAFC over to start us off. Over three and a half in LAFC Austin FC. I'm getting a plus price, plus 130. Uh, as I said before, Austin could maybe screw me over. Would not shock me to see a 3-0 win in this. But LAFC's defense, hopefully just shoddy enough to maybe give one up, hoping for maybe a 3-1. And uh, knowing LAFC games, it could be even crazier than that. You could have a 4-2. You could have a 4-3. You could have a 5-1. Who the hell knows? I think over three and a half hits here, plus 130. LAFC, Austin FC, the new boys in the league, their first game, hoping to uh, help me out on an overplay. All right, I'm going to stick in the Premier League for my first best bet. I am hammering the hammers here. West Ham plus 108. This is going to be a multi-unit play for me. You're getting plus money on this team to beat Newcastle. Sign me up all day, every day. 
I will be backing you there as well, Tom. Not in my best bets, but uh, certainly continuing uh, on both the fade Newcastle and the bet West Ham trains. My second best bet going, uh, staying in MLS, uh, Red Bulls and Sporting KC, Sporting one of my futures, and they will be one of my plays here. Value a little bit out of whack. I don't particularly love the Red Bulls. I think Sporting is being incredibly undervalued in basically every market this season, and I like them here, plus 175 to win straight up. All right, I'm going to go with my second best bet. Um, I want to put the Quakes plus 280 as my best bet. Help out the units. It would really help the union, units, but I think I like the over three as a better play. Ah, Quakes plus 280. We're going Quakes. Hey. Quakes, Quakes don't start the season with the W. Let's Hell take yeah. it. That's a true fan right there. Yep. <clears throat> it's also just a true man who knows his value. Um, it's a, also a play on backing. So we'll see how it falls on its face. I just, that, 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 again, that makes, that makes the least sense of any number I've seen in a while in terms of Houston being a minus. Yep. Like, get out of, get out of here. Get out of here. Um, speaking of, of minus, I will be taking a minus here, but in the FA cup, this is, you know, there's a little bit of me just kind of trying to help Chelsea out voodoo wise with this play, but I genuinely think man city wins this game. Man City over Chelsea, minus 124. Again, we are completely not aligned on, which is good. Um, <clears throat> I just, again, City, one of the two or three best teams in the world. You don't get good prices on them very often. I think this is a fine piece of juice to lay. And I think they're much better than Chelsea, and I think we'll see that in this game. Man City, minus 124. I am going to go with Atlanta versus Orlando over three oh. and a half at plus 220. Okay. Going over I have to I have to have one total in my in my best bets this this week. There's got to be one MLS three and a half over. Who helps you more on that, Orlando or Atlanta? Or are you just you have no idea and you're going over? I think we see two two. Okay. I think this plays out to a two two draw here, and I think that gets us that gets us where we want to go. I think it's going to be a fun game. I was toying with Philly versus uh, the Crew, but I don't know that Philly defense was pretty decent. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. Um, you know, it's a bunch of, bunch of attackers for Columbus against a good Philly defense. Hard one yeah. to read. Um, all right. Well, we, we both have our three best bets, uh, similar records and unit totals on the uh, since the January best bet reset. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, uh, MLS is what actually gets the best bets back into the green. Yeah, let's see. We're starting to spin the roulette wheel. MLS is back again this week, folks. We are pumped. It is going to be a fun, fun season. And we've still got some Premier League action left to talk about before, of course, the season winds to a close. Man City takes their coronation and we move on with the world. But for now, that's going to be all for betting the high line. I'm Thomas Viola. He's Taylor Wilson, powered by the Book at Sports app. Download the app today. Follow us on Twitter. I'm TV at work. Taylor here is at ATLT Will with one L. Let us know what you're riding for this weekend. Are you pumped for MLS like us, or do you think we are complete knuckleheads for liking this league? Let us know. Hit us up. We love to hear from you. And other than that, have a good one, and may the bets fall in your favor.